A couple of weeks ago, Miriam shared that the kingdom of God is like a party. Jesus loves a party. Like we see throughout the Gospels, Jesus loves turning up at a party. I was just reminded of the first miracle of Jesus turning up at that wedding in Cana of Galilee. His mother telling him, do a miracle, son. And he's like, I'm not ready yet. And then what occurs is the water turns into wine and the party party flows around Jesus. He was front and center of the party. He got cross with the people who said, stop partying. Right? He didn't like that. He wanted to be front and center in the middle because the kingdom of God is like a party. So we're having a party, a citywide party on the 5th of June to celebrate the Queen. And and we are so excited about this. Guys, um, a few years ago, six months after the floods which came to the city, we had a big party in the city. We reckon there was five to 6,000 people turned up to that party in the city. The rain came down that whole week, apart from that Sunday when we had a party party. Did anyone else get burnt as red as the red t-shirt? I did. It was a party in the city. There was a party atmosphere. And the thing that we are doing here is we are declaring, Carlisle, Carlisle, you are worth it. You are seen. You are known. We want to party with you. And especially post this last couple of years, guys, we need to practice celebration and practice it really well. I don't know where your hearts are at right now, but but I'm just going to absolute double dog, treble dog dare you. If you have been in a place of continued feeling just a little bit low, just a bit down, a little bit hopeless, sign up to join the party team. Turn it upside down. That's what the kingdom of God does. He takes what is, is, is going just peat tong in our world and he turns it upside down. When we take these little feet, these little hands and say, here I am, Father, I, wanna, I want to be used by you. Now, folks, as a community, we've not had loads of chances to serve together. And this is a massive part of us being gelled together like community as well, is serving together. So sign up. Does everyone hear that? What do we want to do? Sign up. And we're going to take one minute just to honour Meranium, strong as titanium, Miriam Lowe who has been a key part in organising this party for the city. And we just want to honour you, Mur, because there's been a lot of unseen things that have gone on, conversations. <laughs> Apart from anything else, would you please sign up to support Mur? Yeah. Could we do that, family? Like, one hour of your time on that day, that's all we're asking. Okay? Loads of different things to do. One hour of your day, come and join in. Job done? Okay, next week, I am so excited. We have a guest coming from Safe Families for Children. Folks, if you've never heard of Safe Families for Children before, go and check it out on the website. We have our precious friend Caroline Hetherington coming to share the vision of Safe Families and how the likes of you and I could join up with Safe Families and help the trajectory and the future of families who are struggling in our city right now how we can come alongside and partner with them in a beautiful way. So next Sunday, come back for that. And did anybody else know that this weekend is the 40th anniversary of the Falklands? And did anyone know that we gave away 50 bags to local veterans of the Falklands 
as they came together this weekend, and Joan helped pack them, didn't you, Joan? Rachel Simons, who's part of our community but suffering with long COVID, is, has been doing an amazing work, hasn't she, with the veterans. She makes these scarves, which are incredible. And so as a community from our central fund, we created, well, Joan and Rachel created <laughs> 50 bags to give away to the veterans just to say, you are seen, you are known, we are thankful for you. That's kind of cool, isn't it? So that's from our central funds as Carl Vineyard. That's the kind of thing that we spend our money on, which I just, I just deeply enjoy. Next week, we're going to have a printed financial update for you all to see some of the fullness of how we've spent our money in the last couple of years. So you can just have a look at that. Our joy bags. Can, Julie, would you mind raising a joy bag behind you if that's okay? Is there any joy bags? Have they fallen down? Oh, the chicks are on the floor. Dear, bless those chicks. Dear, bless them. Oh, joy bag. So, folks, this is not a gimmick. We've had these since the start. These are our financial offering bags. Because giving is joyful. Because we've got that joy, 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 joy down in our hearts. We want to overflow it into the chick. Okay? So there's financial joy. uh, Joy bag offerings can go in there. And we've also got standing orders. And see these magical QR codes? Where are they? Over in the end pillow QR code. Tab has done this. If you do this with your phone, something, then that magically comes up for online stuff as well, which is amazing. So thanks, Tab. Okay, folks. Here we go. We are just going to gather around Matthew chapter 13 and verses 31 and to 33 this morning briefly as we gather around the kingdom of God is like... The kingdom of God is here to bring heaven to earth. The kingdom of God looks like touches of no more tears, no more pain, no more um, suffering. It looks like unity and grace and mercy and understanding right here on earth. So the kingdom of God is heaven coming to earth. And here at Vineyard, we believe it's fully possible to see touches of heaven come here on earth. And stop the bus, everybody. It comes through the likes of us. We are the stewards of the heaven to earth moments. Now, God totally uses us. Let's not get ourselves big headed here. He, he comes, and he, but he's looking for hands that are open to say, will you be my steward of heaven to earth moments here on earth? One day, those who accept the invitation to be part of God's kingdom, which is readily available to all of us, who choose to follow him, will enjoy kingdom benefits forever. There's no end to that contract. It's a forever deal. But for now, our role is to lean into heaven's goodness and be stewards of it. Right now, right here. So today we're going to lean into two of the shortest parables in the Bible. The parable of the mustard seed and the parable of the yeast. Jesus uses parables, and I love that he does this, eh? We are so used to information that we want to just quickly translate, don't we? We just want to eat that information and then spit it out. Jesus was into information and full immersion, which equaled transformation. So he gave us parables because he wanted to throw a story out there Go and get a few friends and and talk about how this works out. How are we going to implement this? How are we going to do this together? And then move into a place of transformation. 
information plus immersion equals transformation. So we have to be very careful, guys. In this day and age, it's very easy for us to take on a whole pile of information and think that's going to lead to transformation. We're missing a piece. We need the immersion. Immersion of Holy Spirit. Immersion with one another. Immersion into the world that we are set into. Full immersion. So this parable says, he told of another parable. This is Matthew 13, verses 31 to 33. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast, that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. So I have with me some mustard seeds, which are in my oregano jar, because I, you know, we use my jars. And um, do you want to take one and pass one round? Check out the mustard seed and smell it too as you go. Give it a sniff. So Jesus often used things which were very common that people would see around them in the natural world. Mustard plants grow from that tiny seed to a plant which is about nine foot tall. So fear dog, do you want to stand up? I wish we could put someone that's three foot on top of you. Oh yeah, there we go. So that that tiny little seed, could, Chloe, can you hold the tiny, I, I can't see it, Chloe, can't see it. The tiny little seed grows to something about nine foot tall. What I love about Jesus, right, the mustard seed never turns into a tree. He, he was slightly over-exaggerating on that part, which I kind of love. But he, the mustard plant would be known right across the, the, the whole area. But he's talking about the strength of a tree, the birds coming to perch in its leaves. How cool is that? I love it. And then yeast. Here we go. You can take a bit if you want to, if you can grab it. Some yeast coming round. So those tiny little molecules of yeast. These guys over here have a hundred, uh, 125 grams of flour and they have a quarter a teaspoon of yeast. So when a quarter teaspoon is like a tiny pinch of yeast, which is going to go into that, and that's what's going to make it levitate, I like to say. <laughs> Leaven, levitate. And make it into tasty bread. I made a couple of samples for us, which we can take round two. One with yeast, one without yeast, if anyone wants to try it. Looking delicious. Have you passed that round as well? So what Jesus is really getting at, I wonder, but this is for your wondering and pondering this week. The kingdom of God looks small and insignificant. The kingdom of God looks like that tiny mustard seed. But it grows into that incredible nine-foot plant when it is planted into soil, which is going to give it the nourishment that it needs, when it's watered and tended to. There's some beautiful analogies of that. And the yeast, you've got to knead that fellow in. Like like that yeast, if you sprinkle it on the top, it's not going to do nothing. 
You've got to need that fella in. And the kingdom of God is like yeast. It's got to get right in there. So when I think of kingdom realities and I think of... Um, so he's called me to seek love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, all the good things of heaven. And he's marinated into my whole being, right? It can't just be a little sprinkling on the top. And so I just wonder, even when we think about kingdom reality, of being more generous, of being more patient, of being more kind, how that could be needed into the very heart of who we are. But also, you guys, if we stay on the peripheral edge of stuff, and we don't get right into the heart of the matter, into the heart of politics, into the heart of education, into the heart of business, into the heart of our city, into the heart of the nightclubs, into the heart of, we used to go to Rouge Rouge lap dancing club, into the heart of these places and spaces. The kingdom of God needs needed in. It's It's like if we think of ourselves as a yeast particle, we need needed in, don't we? Into the whole city reality because each one of us is a gift to this place and space because the kingdom of God is not a separated reality. The kingdom of God is a togetherness moment where we get to marinate and saturate and permeate the whole atmosphere. Does that challenge you? Because that challenges me. And that's why I believe that we need one another in the journey. We can't do this by ourselves, can we? Anyone, like I've tried, has anyone else tried? We can't do it by ourselves. And this is the immersion that we talk about. The immersion to, to, to those hard places and spaces that all of us find ourselves in. How are we going to see the kingdom of God come in those places? If we're not recognizing that we are part of his kingdom and an essential solution in those places and spaces. So there's a couple of things I just want us to think about and go away this week and read Matthew 13 for yourself and say, Holy Spirit, what are you inviting me towards in this reality this week? When you say the kingdom of God is like yeast, what what are you asking me? What are you inviting me to consider to knead into the soul of who I am? For the mustard seed, what are the seeds there that you long to show me that are going to be planted and that I'm going to see come into full fruition? Because the big is in the small. The kingdom of God looks like the big is in the small. So what I just want us to do just now, guys, I know there's some noise around us, and I just want to say if you're new here, we deeply encourage the noise of children because Jesus teaches us to become like little children. And so I'm just going to invite us just to stand up together if you want to. And I would love us just to, to take time before the Father and just to consider the yeast. What's the yeast in your life right now? What are the things that you are needing into your life right now? Guys, I wonder if some of us need to throw out a bad batch of yeast and just chuck it to the side and invite heavenly yeast to come right into the center of who we are. To remind us of who we are. Come, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to this place.
We welcome you to this place. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. I just want to speak over those who feel insignificant. I want to speak over those who have spoken that over ourselves for many years. I just want to reappoint you as significant in the kingdom of God. So I just want to invite you to put your hands out right now. Because he wants to come and do a work in you just now. Of reminding you of your significance in him. He's saying to you, don't look to the left, don't look to the right, just look to me right now. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Yeah, and I just speak to the weary. Just for the weary hearted. Jesus, would you come right now? And pour your living water over our hearts. Come revive, Lord Jesus. Come restore, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. And I'm just going to do something that we don't often do here at Vineyard, and it maybe feels a little bit risky. But if you're longing for the transformation and this transformative power of his Holy Spirit in your life, I just want to invite you to come and stand right up close, up at the front right now. Take a brave step. So if you're longing for the transformative power of the Holy Spirit in your life, of his information and immersion, just come up front just now. And I'm going to hold this in an awkward place, right? Like... There's no pressure, but I just want to invite you to take a couple of steps forward. I'm just going to wait because I think there's a few more and we can all close our eyes if we want to, apart from if you're walking, please don't do that. And just come. If you long for the transformative power of the Holy Spirit in your life, his kingdom come in your life, his will be done, the information and the immersion. Come, come, come. Yeah, come, Lord Jesus. So I just, I just pour out your Spirit's goodness on each one, Lord Jesus. I pour out your Spirit's goodness in each one. Come, Lord Jesus. 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 What I just want you to do, because there's a few of you guys, if you just come in a little bit closer, if that's okay, I know if you're feeling unsure because of the whole COVID thing, that's that's okay, whole COVID thing, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Can you just put your hands on each other's shoulders, is that okay? Father, we long to see your kingdom come. We long to see your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are hungry for you, Jesus.
We are hungry to see your miraculous breakout into the hearts, homes and streets of this city. We are hungry for heavenly solutions, Lord Jesus. We are hungry for more of the good stuff of heaven right here on earth, right now, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus, have your way with us. Have your way. We, we, we come and, you know, we bow back down to your, your King of Kings, your Lord of Lords. And we declare that we cannot do this by ourselves. We declare that we cannot do this by ourselves, that we will not do this by ourselves. So, Father, would you do something so beautiful in our relationship with you? As we hunger after you, as we thirst after you, as we see the yeast of you permeate through all that we are, and that we would see change and transformation in this city, Father. That your kingdom would come in so many different ways and forms. Give us eyes to see, Lord Jesus. Give us ears to hear. Your will be done. Yeah, so what I'm just going to just invite us is we're going to play some music in the background and I would just love you guys to pray for one another. Just to lay a hand on each other's shoulders and just say simply, come Holy Spirit and see what words and pictures he has. And folks across the space, I just would love for you just to have a conversation of encouragement. Encouragement looks like our heads tilting higher. Right? It looks like some, some, sometimes our heads get a bit low, don't they? And just tilting those heads up a bit higher. Angie Reynolds is a chief encourager. Ask her to teach you. How do you do that, Angie? Angela Arnold as well, chief encourager. Just one smile from Angela is going to change your day, right? How do you do that, Angela? Tell me about that. Tell me about your story, Angela. Tell me about what's behind the smile of beauty and amazing. What Jesus has done, Angela. I love it. So guys, we're just going to break into further conversation. These guys are going to pray for each other and just, just, just enjoy conversation together. We're going to be next week here for Safe Families. There's more coffee and tea. Grab yourself one as you chat.